Hey folks, welcome to episode 139 of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. This week we've got a bit of a shorter episode than usual, just a few updates to go through and news actually on the recent Samba updates that have been ongoing. I talked about that in last week's episode, so I thought it'd be good to look back at some of that. Yeah, but first let's get into the weekly round of security updates from the past week for the support of Ubuntu releases. This week, there were 15 unique CVEs that were addressed by the team, and up first was an update for OpenEXR. Uh, this was an update for Ubuntu 16.04 ESM and 18.04 long-term support. A single CVE here uh, that was discovered from actual Google's OSS Fuzz project. It was a divide by zero that could be triggered through a crafted image that was using uh, YUV encoded color data. After that was an update for Mailman, again for Ubuntu releases 16.04 ESM and 18.04 long-term support. Two different CVEs were in here, and actually they're pretty similar uh, to some that I talked about just a few weeks ago, back in episode 136. Uh, so one of these was around the encoding of the admin password as the CSRF token, and the other one was a cross-site scripting attack that could be done through uh, the options page. Basically, you could inject arbitrary JavaScript through that. So they've both been fixed for Mailman. Uh, an update for Thunderbird was after that. Five different CVEs here, and this is for Thunderbird in the Impish Injury, Ubuntu release 21.10. It's the most recent uh, interim release of Ubuntu. Uh, this is updating Thunderbird to the latest upstream release, 91.3.1. And it has the usual mix of uh, issues that we see in the kind of web uh, handling frameworks. And Thunderbird, obviously, based on Firefox, using the Gecko rendering engine and obviously handling a lot of HTML email and that kind of thing. So it can, you can trigger the same kind of vulnerabilities here that you can in something like Firefox. Uh, in particular, though, there was a Thunderbird-specific issue where it was possible to force Th Thunderbird to be full screen through uh, various web content navigation, and then you could then spoof the usual UI of Thunderbird within that full screen view, and the user would be unaware of that and would potentially you know, go and perform actions and things uh, that they wouldn't be expected to. So that was fixed for Thunderbird. An update for LibreOffice after that. Two CVEs were fixed for LibreOffice in Ubuntu release 2004 long-term support. Both of these were around the handling of signed documents, particularly around the display of details from signed documents. Basically, uh, LibreOffice allows you to do digital signatures on documents, uh, and they can contain uh, various sort of sub-signatures and the like, and so you could possibly inject uh, a different timestamp into the signed document. Obviously, that would be uh, unsigned, it wouldn't be validated, or it wouldn't be valid, should I say, but it would be presented as uh, the time that the document was signed, so as though it had been validated. Uh, also, you could inject uh, kind of two separate signatures into the document, one that was correct, one that was incorrect, that referenced uh, a different certificate, and then it would show uh, the details of that other invalid certificate rather than the real one. Uh, so these uh, fixes were deemed a bit too invasive to backport all the way back to LibreOffice in uh, 8.04 long-term support. So if you are using signed documents in LibreOffice in uh, 8.04 long-term support, you could use the snap of LibreOffice, or yeah, you could upgrade to Ubuntu 20.04 long-term support. After that was an update for FreeRDP. This is two different CVEs that were fixed in FreeRDP for Ubuntu releases, 18.04 long-term support, 20.04 long-term support, 21.04 and the 21.10. In both of these cases, they were in uh, the client side of FreeRDP. Uh, a malicious server could trigger them. So in the first one, it could send malicious data. You would then get an out-of-bounds write in the client. Uh, so possible crash or code execution through that. Uh, the other case, if you're using a gateway uh, via the RPC protocol, again, the client would fail to properly validate input from that gateway. So the client, uh, the gateway could then corrupt memory on the client. And again, you could get possible crash or code execution as a result. And lastly, it was an update for Bluezy. 
or blues, depending on how you say that. Uh, yeah, in my part of the world, blues, bluesy for uh, everyone. Or maybe it's Blue Z. I'm going to call it Blue Z from now on. Update for Blue Z for Ubuntu releases 18.04 long term support, 20.04 long term support, 21.04 and 21.10. Three different CVs were rolled into this update for Blue Z. Uh, in the first case, Blue Z would save and restore uh, the discoverable status of your Bluetooth adapter when you powered down the device. So if you had put it into discoverable and powered down, then you powered back up, it would be put back into discoverable mode. So that would be, I guess, contrary to expectation and would allow a nearby attacker uh, to potentially you know, pair with your device or uh, get other details from it. There was also a use after free if uh, a GAT client were to disconnect during a particular operation that would be ongoing through DBus. So you'd kind of need obviously a local user to be able to trigger that. So they'd be performing uh, the DBus operation at the time that you then go and disconnect that device. Could potentially get, as I say, a use after free. So possible code execution in uh, BlueZ and a memory leak in the handling of SDP devices. Again, uh, so you could use that to trigger denial of service by exhausting available memory. So they've all been fixed for Blue Z. And that is it for the week in security updates. So the other thing that I wanted to touch on again this week uh, was uh, the recent updates that have been ongoing for Samba. Uh, as uh, you probably heard back in last week's episode, I was talking about, uh, I guess, the difficulties that we've had in backporting some of these updates, particularly for uh, Samba for Ubuntu 18.04 long-term support. Uh, the version there is uh, 4.7, it's a bit older, and Upstream haven't yet released um, the full set of patches for that. Uh, so we were considering whether to backport the version of Samba that had been used in the later releases, but that then had its own complications or uh, to con contemplate backporting the odd the 700 odd patches that were required to fix these vulnerabilities. So in the meantime, Upstream has done uh, some kind of test backports of those patches. Uh, as a result, we've gone and incorporated those into a proposed release of Samba that is sitting in the Ubuntu Security Proposed PPA. That's a public PPA that is available for consumption. Uh, Mark Glorio from our team has uploaded those there. And also there's an accompanying post on discourse.ubuntu.com discussing this, basically pointing people at those available updates so that you can go and test those. It would be great to get some feedback on them. Uh, this contains fixes for uh, the more severe of those set of CVEs. It doesn't contain all of them, but again, yeah, we're relying on uh, Upstream's backport of those. So it does contain fixes for four of those CVEs though, which is good to see. So if you are running Samba on Ubuntu 18.04 long-term support uh, and you are interested in obviously getting some fixes for those, it would be great to see some testing of that. Uh, please leave any, I guess, feedback within the discourse thread, uh, or I guess you can just contact us as usual. And that is it for this week's episode. Uh, speaking of getting in contact with us, you can reach us at securityubuntu.com. We are also on the Ubuntu security channel on libera.chat. And we are on Twitter at Ubuntu underscore sec. So yeah, just one more quick call for testing. If you are using Samba on Ubuntu 18.04 long-term support, uh, and you are particularly have various configurations of that, would be great uh, to get your feedback in that thread on discourse.ubuntu.com. Again, check the show notes. There's a link there to that there. All right, uh, thanks everyone for listening again for another week. Uh, I will be back again with you all next week to do this all again. But until then, remember, keep calm because we've got your back and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.